I do think we're quite sensitive as a generation. Like mm. sometimes I feel a little bit annoyed. I feel like we're fake. Like a lot of the time we're not real anymore. We don't free the realness. Because yeah. everything is like, how do we say the politically correct, really considerate, <laughs> like mental health focus, <laughs> respond and allow you to be you. Do you know what I mean? Like I want you to shine as you in the room. So I'm going to just say whatever I need to say, which is nothing. And yeah. it's now all a lie. <laughs> I've said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> because if I say anything that's real, it's going to get awkward. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. rumble. Do you know that song? I think I do. Ready and steady and rumble. Everybody rumble. I think it's Anton Deck that used that song. Really? Wait, I, they used to rap. I should know then. Yeah, I only know it because shimmy how shimmy. Old my shimmy shimmy. A thousand years old. Oh, that's a bit mean. <laughs> too bad. That's that is my number one dig with them. When they chat too much shit, I'm like, you know, back like to broken mate. <laughs> Did you I'm see the that young, fresh one? Did you see that thing that I posted this morning about like? When you when somebody says thirty years ago, you think about the seventies. Yeah, like, no, that was nineteen ninety two. You literally think about the seventies. Yeah. I was literally minus so one years true. old. Like, oh my god! I literally think, yeah, seventies. I'm like, actually, no. no. Why did life? It, every, I don't know. Every decade that passes since the two thousands, it doesn't feel real. Yeah, no. It, for some reason, it feels like we're supposed to be in the millennial. Do you yeah. remember the millennium? What? What about it? The day. Is that when they opened up the dome? I think they did that. Yeah. Day. I actually never went in. Did you? No, I was at church. Oh. <laughs> Overnight. What? They'd even, it was like a night vigil. A vigil. Oh. And they'd literally made the Sunday school. It was like a fun sleepover. Like, made the Sunday school into like a, a big bedroom. For really? Um, it was fun, but it really wasn't at the same time because yeah. I had to sit through a lot of the actual service as well, <laughs> which was hours. Do you know what? Take my hat off to those pastors. How they do they preach for, so long. for that six hours yeah. in a row? Yeah. I've been there before. It's like, obviously you go early as well. Well, not that yeah. usual, but just church. Um, And you're so hungry. Yeah. For like, oh, that's, one of, out. that's exactly one of the memories <laughs> that I have of that. And I remember when I was finally able to eat, I was giving a meat pie. Like, mm. You know that... Um, that video of the little boy that's sleeping as he eats the burger. Yeah. That, is, that was me eating my meat pie. Like, Thank you, God, finally. So I think I was eight years old. How crazy is that? Oh, my gosh. Anywho, yeah. how are you? I'm really fine. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, you're really fine? Oh, yeah, my God. I hate rich people. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> What just happened? Do you know there was a phase where everyone was, well, we still do, I still American do, it was like, period. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> yes. It's just shut so up, man. It's really But also, I do enjoy doing it. I was thinking about that yesterday because I sent a voice note to a new guy that I've been talking to. Basically, wow, like, I have no clue about this person. <laughs> you know something I'm really struggling with at the moment? Yeah. At this point, it's like, how much to share? Because I'm talking to you. So I yeah. feel like, yeah, okay, I'm going to free all of it, but. There are people listening to this. Yeah. Just don't um don't tell them. Huh? Oh, don't tell the guy. Yeah, about the pod. He already It's, knows, it's difficult. He's not giving energy that he cares. So okay. <laughs> I, think, 
I don't think he's going to listen. Yeah, he doesn't know who we are. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, I was sending the voice note and I was like, um, at the end of the voice note, I was like, anyway, enough about that. And I thought, hmm. He doesn't know you. You don't know me. And that sounds really annoying. Do you know what? I do wonder whether I come across annoying sometimes. Yeah. So I'll be like, do, 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 do. Okay. Um, huh? Yeah. So oh. I think is that how you talk to people? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just myself. Yeah. But maybe it's too early. I don't think that's annoying. I'm more talking about accents. American oh, accents. accents I yeah. think are very annoying. Yeah. And Af accents, like it can come across the wrong way if you don't know the person. Yeah. Like look at how someone in Love Island. She got heat. Do, oh, did you no, I didn't watch movie? it. So there was a girl that kept doing the American accent and it was it was cringe. It's annoying. And it's sad because it's like, we all kind of do this sometimes, but it was very annoying when she was doing it. Yep. <laughs> and she got so much, um, she caught bullets. Really? What? Strays? Strays? Not Strays? It's not really a stray because it was directly for her. A bullet then. <laughs> she caught bullets. <laughs> she caught plenty of bullets for that. <laughs> What's the term that we use? I don't know. Um, she caught... Slack? Fight. She caught heat. 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 Yeah, okay. that was what I was going to say. I'm so bad with sayings, man. <laughs> she caught the bullets. <laughs> Directing that chase. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, no, I do. Yeah, with the guys, you do wonder like, because obviously this is like concentrated content. This is not my life in general. Yeah. Do you know, and it's one hour per yeah. week. So yeah. people might listen for like, oh yeah, I know person's, that person's whole life. And they actually don't. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think with... Obviously, when you date someone, you want to reserve some parts of yourself. Yeah. But on the pod, I'm like, yeah, this happened to me when I'm my yeah. pussy. Yeah. Like that. And then <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking, whoa, run. <laughs> and you know what? It could actually give someone the ick. It's like, oh, why are you telling all of your business to everyone? Yeah. Well, the person's got to be like, like-minded, I guess, and get Exactly. Get it. And understand. Yeah. yeah. How did we take, what, three minutes to start talking about men? What's wrong with us, Rukia? You said you start speaking to a guy. Yeah, and I didn't, I, I'd even asked you how you're doing and it became about me and oh. men again. <laughs> Sorry, finish what you're saying. How are you doing? Yeah, did we start? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Do you know what? My week's been so busy that like I've... So I went to a BET party thing, celebration <laughs> thing. Industry on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday, um, which was the event itself was good. The people there were questionable, but um, but, and that <laughs> you're so some funny. people you're so funny. <laughs> to ruin my mood a little bit, but um, uh, I completely forgot about it. Oh, forgot I was in a terrible mood on Monday and Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I feel great. Good. Yeah, I feel good. I'm good at bouncing back. Yeah, you are. Like I, it's Sunday, and I thought, wait, I was in a terrible mood on Monday. That actually felt like it was a long time ago. It completely, it's been forgot. a really long week. It has been a long week. Really long. It has. Mm. Yeah. Um. See, I've been busy um, for work. We were filming in the Isle of Wight, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really, it really lovely. hot. Really beautiful there. Um, see, I got back yesterday. Yeah, I'm kind of just all right. I worked out this morning. Woo-hoo! I'm just like a side six now. <laughs> Already? Oh my God. I feel so slim. What's your trick? <laughs> just don't eat. Don't eat. <laughs> no, joking. Now I worked out. But, you know... It's not gonna last. So don't be so negative. No, girl. but this is the truth. Wow, you it's, have no plans of being no, consistent. I'll do it again, but I'm gonna fall off. <laughs> do you know when I go back through my diaries in life, mm-hmm. it's weight, yeah, kind of love and mm-hmm. relationships and money, Mad. recurring, recurring issues. Obviously, over time, it's got better. 
Yeah. But in terms of fitness, I'm here one day, gone same, the next. But generally, like I've definitely improved. Um, even down to like my weight fluctuating less, yeah. which is good. But it's just it's just what I do. I just I'm very intense. Then I fall off. But generally, I think through education and stuff and just knowing about food, um, I know better in terms of what to be eating, what not to be eating. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just what I do. I get obsessed with working out. Yeah, I, then I, I, I eat. We move in those cycles. It's really hard to make like a healthy, like when we say healthy lifestyle, we mean like really healthy lifestyle, yeah. not like a balanced diet. That's not yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, we're basically yeah. talking about full time dieting right? yes, and yeah. working out. Hundred percent. It's hard to maintain. Yeah, because we we're, we're like actually yeah. you're really healthy like by nature, but um I. I eat very, very healthy mm. to the point that, like, even a sandwich would be like, oh, that's unhealthy. Because that's, that's got bread in it. When I say I had a wrap, I'm like, oh, I've had a, b- a bit of a bad day. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, even yesterday, I had um, <laughs> food diary. No, literally. <laughs> Sorry, let me go to the morning. No, and then, no, yeah, this is what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, tell you, I had avocado on toast, um, <laughs> cherry tomatoes, and mushrooms. Yum. Really nice sourdough bread. Then for lunch, I had a sandwich and a pack of crisps. Oh, lots of bread. Um, and then when I got home, I was like, oh, I've had a terrible time. Not gonna lie, I weighed myself and I thought, right, no dinner. Oh, Rukia. I wasn't actually hungry though. That's crazy because that, it's not that bad. Like, it's not that bad. It's actually fine. Yeah, no. For a normal no, diet. No, no, and I had a chocolate. Oh, okay. I forgot about the chocolate. <laughs> and the <laughs> cake. No, I had a bag of cashew nuts as well. Oh, okay, fine. You were, you were out and about though. So yeah, I was just busy. But um, yeah, I just want to kind of be more proactive in what I'm doing with my fitness and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, how are you, Fola? I'm good. I'm going to keep it very short because we need to get to the toxic door. I'm fine. Uh, I hate men. I love men. Uh, what else? <laughs> I hate work. I love work. <laughs> uh, I want more money. Uh, I, I have money. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go on holiday. All right. There we go. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um, you good though, yeah? I'm good. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. All right. Toxic thought. Toxic thought. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's get into our toxic thought. Uh, it reads... <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, girls. (laughs) (laughs) Not good now? (laughs) She's on my side. I love the pod. Uh, I'm one of those listeners who tunes in at 7am sharp every week. I love the topics you cover, love how funny you both are, and often wish I was in the room to add my two cents to your discussions. Keep (laughs) smashing it. My toxic thought might be one of your worst today, as far as Gen Z is concerned. I will try to keep it short and sweet. I am fed up of absolutely everything being about mental health these days. I hope this doesn't go down badly. Believe me, I'm really happy that people are taking mental health more seriously. And I do wish it was the culture I experienced growing up. I'm a little older than you gals. Won't share how much older (laughs) as to not make you scream. (laughs) But I think this generation has just taken it too far. It's always very interesting for me listening to people your age and younger discussing mental health and how it's so easily used as a trump card for avoiding accountability. A lot of people are just twats (laughs) and they blame their despicable behavior on their mental health. I'm going to need us to call a spade a spade and an asshole an asshole. (laughs) It is possible to have struggles with your mental health while not being inconsiderate and mean to other people as a result of it. Making excuses for people isn't going to help anyone. Really excited to hear what you, ooh, really excited to hear you wise ladies take on this. 
Oh my gosh. What's, we need the bubbles inserted again. <laughs> yeah, we do. Toxic. Um, very interesting one. Very happy to discuss this one, very, actually. Very, happy to discuss this. Yeah. Um, very, very funny, actually, because last week, my friend, um, she's kind of like a bit cutthroaty in terms of like, not her compassion towards people, but she's very like literal in her advice, I, w- mm. I would say. Mm. And she was saying... Um, Last week that she called in Not sick to work But she said I can't come to work Because I've hurt my nail mm. Like her nails I think You know her nail split in between Oh yeah Yeah her Nail Okay Yeah and she couldn't go to work Okay But I was like Gen Z behaviour yeah, Your nail split Her nail Like she can't go to work <laughs> That's today Because I've hurt my nail That's absolutely And she crazy. needs to get it done at lunchtime she told them Yes And they said okay Yeah I think Apparently everybody was checking in on her Asking how her nail was No yeah. She said it really nice. hurt Oh gosh. But it's just it's interesting because we have a, a running joke about Gen Z behavior and yeah. with mental health. And the fact she called in because her nail hurt is hilarious. Yeah. yeah um yeah. another thing that did pop to mind was the um because on the way here I was thinking about because I, I knew this toxic thought was coming about the trump card and how mm. much the trump card is used for mental health mm. and how frustrating that is sometimes when you're friends with someone or you're related to someone or you're a child of somebody who continuously uses a, the trump card of mental health yeah. and it immediately silences you yeah. as if you don't have mental health too. Mental health struggles as well. Yeah. 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 Um, it, is, it is really frustrating. I think it is great what she said about we do live in a time where, you know, mental health is more recognized as well, where mm. it definitely wasn't Maybe my mom's age and stuff, mm. um, and I guess a lot of Gen Z, Gen Z's like champion mental health is like oh it's similar to physical health. Um, yes, you know if I broke my arm, you would like you just can't see it. Yeah, yeah, you you would fix it. You wouldn't just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's true. But then also maybe when you do have mental health issues, you should treat that like a physical problem too, and actually try and fix it too. Yeah, instead oh, yeah, of using yeah. it as a trump card. Yeah, because I've definitely grown up with people where. Like, you know, you are being rude. You are being hostile towards me. You, you're not necessarily being nice. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I'm depressed. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But it's, it's being rude is not good. Being rude isn't <laughs> going to work. Yeah. yeah. And it's difficult because you you do care about the person. Oh, 100%. And you care about their mental health struggles. Yeah. Um. So that kind of adds to the reason that you, silent, you end up feeling silence yeah. as well. Because... Yeah. Well, first of all, there's also not wanting to be perceived as a prick because when yeah. somebody throws <laughs> mental health in your face as yeah. a, a, a struggle and you're like, don't care, you look like a prick. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also like the nervousness about what, when, you know how you're told to listen and like when people cry out for help, mm-hmm. you must respond. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about that. Like mm-hmm. if somebody tells you I'm not okay, then they act like they're not okay. It's like, well, you did tell me. So yeah. I need to take note of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, there's a fear of like triggering something for that person as well, where, okay, this person has now made themselves vulnerable and shared, you know, that mental health is the reason that they're being horrible to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to, I can't really say anything. One, because I don't look like a prick. Two, I don't want to trigger you and I don't know what's going to happen next. Like, yeah. and, and I don't, and I think that in itself is a massive issue. Like if you're ever in a position where you feel like, you're you're scared about you're scared of triggering someone mm-hmm. into something. That means that there's work to be done there in your relationship and the communication that you, line of communication that you have about their mental health. Uh, okay, you know what I, mean? I got you. I because got you. Most of the time, when you're nervous about triggering someone, you're not actually going to trigger them. But there's not been a clear line of communication to know what triggers the person, what happens when they're triggered. Mm. Like that person needs to have done the work to know 
or to be able to share effectively what people can expect of them at any given time, mm. rather than making people feel like they're a bit of a ticking time bomb mm. that they need to tread on eggshells around. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Do you kind of mean in terms of like, so say, I don't know, me and you, like you had depression mm-hmm. and perhaps you, you've opened up and you said that you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm scared of triggering you, but do you feel like it's up to you and I both to have a sense of communication where even if I do say say something that's off, you know my heart and you know that I'm not trying to trigger you and it's just, it's a communication thing in terms of I think it's a co- how it's, I still mm. say I think it's a combination of that and also mm. me communicating effectively to you what would trigger me and what wouldn't. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if that, that's the only reason you're nervous, right? Yeah. Because you don't know what to do next. Yeah, you don't yeah, know how yeah. to act around me. And now I'm just a time bomb that's like, if I poke it, it might explode. Yeah. And I need to have communicated to you what is poking, what will poke mm. me and what won't. What do I need from you when I'm in that state? And then it's like, you know, that person being depressed or whatever it is that they're experiencing mm-hmm. and it can, it's something that can be really easily managed yeah. between everybody. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think sometimes when when you think of people with mental health and depression, it's like, that's the only, they can just give you that and that stands as that. But yeah. everybody suffers from depression in different ways. In different ways and it sort looks of different for yeah. yeah, so I think yeah. even maybe somebody suffers from depression and they prefer to go out and like swing from the chandeliers. Mm-hmm. Some people prefer to isolate themselves or whatever. Yeah. Um, and if you kind of like... Um, Use a, a blanket approach to, I guess, all people's mental health. You're, you're going to get it wrong in some department. Yeah. Like yeah. I know people who would prefer to just be left alone. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But for another person, might be like, "How dare you like isolate me and not even checking on me when I'm exactly, depressed?" Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's what I don't you know what need. to stand. Yeah. But yeah, I think it is up to it's the responsibility of somebody with depression or anxiety to communicate, as you said, how best they are supported mm-hmm. otherwise you don't know you're mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. you're not like a mind reader in, yeah. in any in any kind of way yeah um interesting when i was on my way here i just quit i'm poor thing i messaged my mom i was like mom there's an episode of mental health can i mention that you have depression yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. and she was like yeah absolutely but she was like please just try your best to maybe explain how like you know when you have depression and how difficult it is as a parent because mm-hmm. we had a difficult um not a break sorry Forget what I was, I was going to say We have a difficult upbringing Yeah I think I had a difficult Relationship with my mum When I was younger Understanding her depression mm. Because it's like You are a mum yeah. You're meant to be A superwoman yeah. You are meant to Fulfill all of my needs yeah. Like how dare you Go to bed early Because you can't face the day Yeah That doesn't yeah. make any sense mm-hmm. You're meant to be Playing with like Crayons with me <laughs> Do, you know, yeah, <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I mean It's like I don't get Why you wouldn't want To interact with me mm-hmm. um, And I think Even in my older age When I was like College post-college uni times um her depression got severe mm-hmm. um and as you get older the resp- i'm the older sibling as well so the responsibility feels like it falls on you mm. i remember having so much resentment because like bro get up yeah like yeah. get up things need to get done things need to get done to do yeah. like depression or not yeah people keep moving and i remember oh my god i'm actually even embarrassed to say this to her but say this out loud yeah but i remember one time i was like mom there are like children in like you know, really poor countries dying. Like, and I was like, your life is okay. <laughs> I guess you were a child, didn't it? I was like, no, but I was, you know, I was in my 20s. Oh, really? And I was like, people really have it way worse than you. Yeah, really? Yeah, because I was like, Fed up. I need to knock some kind of sense yeah, into you. Like, yeah. bills need to be paid. Yeah. You know, my sister needs a dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you need to wake up and keep it moving. Mm. Um, And I guess... 
yeah, now I'm a little bit older and I obviously have experienced things and my mom has what, like 30 plus years on me. Mm. I have more to come and maybe there might be a day where something mad does happen to me in my life and I can't, I'll struggle with my mental health and I can't wake up. Yeah. You know, yeah there's there's yeah. times in like, we experience where we want to hide away, we want to cry. 100%, Imagine yeah. having children and, you know, having to... And having uh, so many responsibilities. Yeah, like, to attend to their needs. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's sad because I think that's even one of the things that make people... This is why I'm like really pro-open lands of communication because I think mm-hmm. it's one of the things that makes people with uh, mental health battles hide away is because they don't want people to see it. They don't yeah. People, and I've, I've seen it. Like I know people now who suffer from depression and I see how well they manage it where like they openly communicate. I'm depressed. Mm. I'm having a moment mm-hmm. now with everyone around them, their family, their friends, and everybody. It, it doesn't, it, it just kind of takes a lot of the pressure and like awkwardness away. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, okay. So now we just deal with it. So I think that's something that, as much as Gen Z, they're doing way too much in a certain extent. I do agree. <laughs> I think that's one thing they will get right as far as it's going to become something that's not taboo to mention. Yes. You can just speak openly about yeah. it, and that helps. Everything no, it, helps it the does person to manage it better, and it helps everyone around them to manage it better mm. too. Mm. Um, it's true, and I think when there's just open communication, it's like you don't have to go into therapist mode. Yeah, like I can't heal you. I'm actually not a mental health support worker. I'm your friend, and I yeah. understand you. But maybe sometimes giving you, I think with a lot of people who suffer from depression, they feel very silenced, mm. and that's probably a symptom that they really struggle with. Um, but even them just being able to, I've, you know, <laughs> my mom's actually hilarious. One time I had her on loudspeaker, I was with my friend, and. I was like, you're right, mom. She's like, yeah, a bit depressed today. But she's like, yeah, anyway. So what's da, 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 da. And she was absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. Like, you know me. Yeah. You'd be like, you're right. I'd be like, no, I'm fucking like in yeah. the dumps today. But yeah. it's just like acceptance. We move. Acceptance is so important. Yeah. I, I do see the correlation. Like people that accept it, they're just better at managing it. People <laughs> yeah. that are like, it's almost like they are, they're angry at themselves for yeah. being depressed. Yeah. It just makes it so much. You just have to accept. You know, this is what I'm going through at mm-hmm. the moment. And it is what it is. Mm. Um. I, well, on the more like frustrated side of this topic, mm. I, you know me, I'm a logical babe. I like to <laughs> apply all the logic and draw all the lines. And I'm like, I, I totally agree with this submitter. I'm trying to think of the best way to articulate this without being cancelled and the microphone spontaneously combusting. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a spare two over here. Don't You've we? actually got a couple more mics <laughs> if it goes left. So... I look at things like mental health battles that people experience, depression, anxiety, um, schizophrenia, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are the lines that are like directly linked from your mental health struggle Mm -hmm. to you being a twat? Like Mm -hmm. that's not, that is not a result of your mental health battle. Your mental health battle makes, makes it something, I guess maybe it frustrates you more Mm -hmm. or makes you have more reason to be angry, for example, let's say. Okay. But it doesn't mean that a direct symptom of your actual mental health issue is that you're mean. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because like, everyone has different characteristics. We all have life. different things yeah. going on in, for us, right? And like, I might... There are things that can trigger me into being just as mean as you without mm-hmm. mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. So I don't like... This is this logical side of it is why I find it particularly frustrating that people have ever used uh, mental health issues as a justification for being a prick. That's there. Are, there's, there's something in between that happens. There's mm-hmm. your personality. Mm-hmm. Are you nice? Yeah. Because that's what takes the trigger of your mental health. When it hits your actual personality, then there's a reaction. Yeah. Which way do I go? Do I am I nice with it or am I a prick with it? It's your personality that directs your behavior. Mm. Your mental health 
is what I guess triggers anything to manage in the first place. If mm. you get what I mean. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think I guess maybe they just have a knock on effect on each other in like same way that sometimes I guess with people who suffer from depression, we we struggle to kind of like separate the two. Mm. I've definitely done that. Like I've had people in my life who suffer from depression and anxiety, and sometimes there is there are times where I struggle to separate the depression from them. Like, who are you outside of your depression? Yeah. I kind yeah, of, yeah. yeah like, that's a but, really, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I struggle with that. Sorry, what was I going to say? Because I, I'm, well, I'm thinking of an example of like, um, oh, I don't I f- know, let's say my man cheated on me. Yeah. And as a result, I'm very upset mm-hmm. and irritable. It's my personality that deals with what I do with my irritability. Mm. Do I go to my friends and start being like, fuck off you lot. Oh, you're annoying me today. Or do I go to my friends and cry and say, guys, I need a yeah. shoulder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the personality element shouldn't be neglected. Like, I think about people like Jax in Love Island, mm. who yeah. <laughs> is an absolute brick. Yeah. And he's literally waving the mental health flag for mm. fun. Mm. ADHD, why, why would ADHD make you a prick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. What's the connection? I guess, do you know what? It's frustrating because everybody has their reasons mm. for how they are, the way they are. And, you know, I've suffered from depression before. Mm. People suffer from anxiety, but I yeah, still don't. I'm not outwardly mean. That's my point. Well, I try to not be. Yeah. So, yeah, it's frustrating because, do you know what? I've, there's there's one, one situation that comes to mind. I remember I was on some, like, shoot. And I know this girl and she really suffers with, like, really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was like, oh, how does this work? She's like, oh, you don't even know how that works. She's like, let me show you. And I thought, Whoa. bitch, if I, <laughs> if I said one word to you, you would crumble yeah. with anxiety. Yeah. Like, and it, it's so frustrating because it's like, I'm, I'm tiptoeing around you because you're anxious. But you're not tiptoeing around me. You're punching around everybody me. in the face. Do you know, yeah. Do you and you we know have how, to hold it. Oh mm, my God. There's yeah. been so many, even growing up in school, actually, I think sometimes, People receive me as like, oh, she's cool. Like, she doesn't care if I say this. I don't say that, whatever. But I feel like, if I cuss you, yeah. one word, you're, you're going to and cry. This is what I don't get. It's like, okay, so you battle with this thing so badly. Yeah. Where does the, your empathy kick in? Yeah. Say, do you know what? Yeah, let me not move mad as to not trigger somebody else into it. Yeah. Why is it that it's so easy to you think to think you're the only person yeah. in the world that could be going through something? Yeah. Like, it's not fair. I guess sometimes I think with like, from speaking to my mom as well, because... I think what I did discover with a lot of people who are depressed and stuff who struggle with mental health, this sounds bad, but they're selfish people because they can't see beyond themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depression makes you selfish. I've been in a state of depression. It's like, I don't really, I'm not mindful of, you know, cancelling plans if you last minute follow because I'm in my world and I'm depressed. And because I'm, because I'm so rubbish or whatever in life, you probably won't even notice I'm there. Do you know what? There's so, there's such a lack of like self-awareness. And you don't even consider. Yeah. Like my mom's definitely never thought, she used to do this thing used to piss me off. Yeah. I used to like, I'll be like, oh, you kind of done this to affect me. Oh, I'm just a bad mother. Mm. I'm like, bro, I'm actually trying to communicate. Yeah. Yeah, Because you're the victim here. And it's like, I'm the victim. Yeah, people, this is it. It's like victims making victims. You're making us victim to you now. Yeah. You're you're a victim to your mental health, of course, granted. But now we're victim to you. I can't even even open my mouth. Do you know one thing she did do, like, um, I think about three, four years ago, we're just sitting together um, and she was like, I apologize. Like, I know this has affected you. And I apologize for it. And I remember mm. just crying my eyes out because I was like, Aww. thank you so much for like, I didn't, I wasn't, wasn't speaking about it. Yeah. But it was just that kind of acknowledgement that 
your mental health or whatever you went through, it affected me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she began to kind of like speak about her upbringing and stuff that affected her. And it was kind of like the understanding that we had or I had of her situation in her childhood yeah made me have had compassion for her yeah, yeah um and she's not a mean person and she's lovely and but she just has depression yeah so sometimes she struggles to see outside of herself yeah that's it it's a very very common thing that happens mm. to, to people who are suffering specifically from depression yeah um yeah I've, i have I have a family member who is severely depressed. Mm. I can't talk about it too much. Mm. I don't think. Do I care? <laughs> who knows? Part of me is like, I don't give a fuck. But another part of me is like, nah, let me not do, do a madness. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's been very interesting throughout my life seeing the tumultuous mess that is them not dealing with their mental health. Right? Yeah. Um, and the cycle is, is just so poisonous because I think what they go through is that they are so destructive mm. to everyone around them. Mm. Also, there's um, a spectrum of like depression and anxiety are, and stuff. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, it's not everybody. This person was <laughs> on the very far end of it. Mm. Very destructive, mm. right? Everyone then gets really fed up and stressed out about the impact that they're having directly on them and on their lives. Mm. That person then is rattled that they've even upset anyone because they're like, huh? And it's what you were just saying about like, not feeling that you can affect anyone else outside of yourself and feeling like you, I think she looks at everyone around her and is like, you guys are fine. Yeah. Like, I'm the one with problems. <laughs> yeah. like, you are fine. And to even fathom that we, she's upset us is like, go, goes right over her head. Mm. Um, she then eventually realizes that, right, you are really pissed off. And then throws the mental health card at us. Mm. I'm not all right. She, by the way, she does nothing about it. Okay. That, the depression was diagnosed years ago And I've not seen I think there was therapy for three weeks Over the past 15 years maybe um, She does nothing about it But she she was happy to use the card and yeah. throw it We then say oh god Alright cool Let's try and help you Like, Let's get you a therapist Let's see, talk to the doctor about medication mm-hmm. In that moment it's like Okay cool yeah I'll get the help I need As soon as she's appeased us It's back to I'm fine you, you guys are calling me crazy. Okay. You're calling me depressed? Yeah. What? The <laughs> lack of acceptance. And now it's it's reached a point of like, she's just pushed everyone away. Mm. It's inevitable. She's just pushed everyone away. Yeah. Because I don't think that, sometimes I think people that are battling mental health, like on a severe level, don't realize the options that they are giving to other people. They're very limited. Mm. Like it's either you kind of suck it up and just suffer through their very difficult and damaging behavior yeah or you distance yourself from them mm-hmm. and like there's no you can't have it both ways and i think that's something that people battling this kind of thing really struggle with like they want to have it both ways they don't want to they want to be able to be who they are currently mm-hmm. sometimes and not work on it mm-hmm. but also keep everyone around them in the way that they would if they were fine yeah no i completely get what yeah. you mean and I think, I guess with mental health as well, it's like you don't have, it's kind of the chicken or the, the egg effects. Like you don't actually have the strength to even do anything about your mental health. Yeah. But you must in in order to help yourself. Even similar yeah. to, you know, working out. It's like, I feel sad and depressed. I'm fat, whatever. Yeah. I, I can't work out. But it's like working out will make you feel better, but you don't have the strength, don't have the strength to do so. Yeah. So even to get up to get up and like seek therapy or, 
you know, even go to the sessions itself might be extremely exhausting. Yeah. Um, you might not even have the strength to talk about your issues. Mm. I've definitely been in a particular, in like a time in my life where I don't even have the strength to speak anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and when your head's below the water, you just feel like you're drowning. Mm. And my mom always used to say like, it's literally like a dark cloud over your head and you don't know why mm. and there's nothing you can do about it yeah. and she's very like very charismatic very funny um and she was like you know if you feel like a clown a little bit mm. it's like you're smiling you're trying to you know function through life but there's just internal kind of sadness yeah that you just can't shake off yeah um but yeah being being on the you know receiving the end of it it's so frustrating, it's frustrating. and there are times where it's like you know i'll give up mm. <laughs> yeah i give up yeah um because also, yeah, mental health is like, you don't even know if it's improving or not. Yeah, it's not like, something you can measure like that, really. Can, does it improve? I think, I think what when we say mental health improvement, I think mm. we're talking about ability to managing it. Yeah. To manage, sorry, it. Yeah. That is what I think, where, in my experience of it anyway, is where mm. the biggest improvements happen. Mm. Obviously, your mental health can actually improve too. But yeah. I think what makes the most significant difference is learning to manage it well. Yeah. I've, like I said, I've seen it like, I have maybe two people in my life mm. that I have, uh, that I observe how they manage their mental health. Mm. And I'm in awe. Like, they're just so communicative. Mm. They're very comfortable with their depression. Like, not comfortable having it, but comfortable with the fact that they have depression. Yeah. They suffer from depression. Yeah. Um, and it makes, like I said before, it just makes it so much easier to be like, oh, okay, so you're... You're going through this at the moment, cool. I'm gonna leave you alone. It's it mm. it almost it's like a personality thing. Like um, I don't know, learning how you like to receive love. It's mm. a similar thing. Like I know you're someone who um likes thoughtful things, mm. for example, because I've observed you as a friend. So when I want to love on you, I will do something thoughtful mm. for you. It's the exact same thing. It's yeah. like when you're going through hardship, I know that this is what you like and this is what you need. And mm. It, everything you think can keep moving like a well-oiled machine like it's true i think it's also important to like have those the the foundations of those friendships and those relationships too mm. because i kind of i think from someone who's kind of had anxiety first of all one thing that actually came to mind with anxiety is so interesting because all you want to do is escape the situation yeah so you kind of like you even plan you forward think in your head how am i going to get out of this yeah, yeah you know it's yeah. a matter of survival yeah so i've you know you're i don't know if you've ever been anxious in a party or whatever and yeah. you're thinking all right if i walk past that person i'm going to get my drink and i'm going to go to the toilet and it's mm. just you're planning 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 you don't even think about anything outside of you mm. because you're in survival mode it's like i need to get out of yeah, this place yeah. um but yeah, I think also from someone who has struggled with my mental health before, um, sometimes it actually feels very exposing if you don't trust the people around you. 100%. Like, yeah. you know, it's all good and well being like, oh yeah, I'm depressed guys, I'm anxious. But if I'm going through, if I'm in like the pits of it at the moment, yeah, I don't really want you to. I do this, I've said this so many times. My friends always know when I'm sad, but I don't want them to know. But it's so fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah, and you're some, really bad at some, I'm even annoyed when you know. So it's like, oh, I just want to hide away. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's happened so many times. Um, and like I don't, as much as I love you and I trust you, like I trust that, you know, you want the best for me. It feels like, ooh, exposing that. I don't want you to know that I'm anxious because, so for example, if I tell you that, oh, I'm very socially anxious follower. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be having an episode in the party. Knowing that I can see it. Yeah, I don't even want you to see. Yeah. Like, it's like, because the whole point is I'm trying to hide. Yeah, and not yeah. everybody who has mental health also, like, even wants the pity. 
that's that's goes back to the trust thing though. Like, yeah, you that's need to what I'm saying. To trust your loved ones yeah. to not pity. Yeah, well, I don't pity anyone. And yeah, it just makes everything so much more comfortable when I know, like, friends that have social anxiety in certain settings. It's not that I'm, you know, I'm not watching them like they're my child. Yeah. I might just notice that, oh, I think they're not enjoying this. All right, cool, let's move. Yeah. And I'm easy. I it don't is mind. Helpful. It's so much more helpful because if if I didn't know, then maybe we would, we would stay there. Maybe they'd get really angry and then they start being bad vibes. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd get angry and be like, fuck's sake, why are you being bad vibes? And everybody's angry now. Everybody's Now angry. everybody's angry and the night is rude. <laughs> I had that with a friend actually because she's quite socially awkward. And I think sometimes in, in settings, I'm not, I don't really... You know, I have social anxiety, but not actually amongst the group. Mm. I get overwhelmed a bit hot, then I go outside and I come back mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but it was, di- I think it was difficult kind of like navigating those spaces. More so when we were younger, because it's like, do I like, do I not be myself? Because that kind of, not takes away the light, but I'm very like, I'm very sociable. That's it. I've had and I'm quite, I don't know, I, don't know. I wouldn't describe myself as loud, but like I'm quite loud and quite confident. I you <laughs> Yeah, I'm allowed. You know, in a bad way, I'm loud. Yeah, and it's like when you know that that friend has social anxiety, it's like, ooh, what, what do I do about my personality? Story of my life, I really feel you. Mm. Yeah, I experience that a lot where mm. I feel like I sometimes have to mute myself a little bit because I don't want to draw more attention to the group, for example. Yeah. And I also, I don't know if this is a me thing or if it actually happens. I don't want the person to feel uh, like out of place because they're next to me. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it literally spotlights on you and then yeah. that person's in the dark. Now you're quiet. Yeah. And now you are actively quiet because the other person's loud. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas before, if we were both just like mellow, yeah. then yeah. we're both not. And you know your friends as well. So you know some of their inner thoughts and they've probably expressed that to you before where like they feel like shit and it's like, why am I here? And it, you know, they're. You know, they're spiraling, spiraling thoughts in their head. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yes. it might not even be the case, but I might be like, oh, she mentioned before that like, you know, um, in these kind of situations, she feels ugly and she doesn't mm. feel good. And like, she wants to get out of here. And do you know, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. It's yeah. a slippery slope. I don't really know what the solution is to that kind of thing. It's hard, isn't honest, it? Because it's like, it's just two different personality types. And that's, mm. I'm not going to lie. Like I've even, I've, sometimes I find myself quite frustrated mm. where I feel like, I don't want to be muted. Like, mm. I actually just want to live my version of my best yep. and not have to consider anyone else. And I get a bit annoyed mm. with the, the person. Or, yeah. and, and that's not very nice. Yeah. I don't think I show it anyway. Yeah. Well, I hope I don't. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's relatable to so many people because, yeah. yeah, we are in a time where people are really way more expressive than, um, than we used to be about how we feel. Mm-hmm. So I think we all, we're all, like we're generational people tiptoeing around eggshells around each each other yeah. because oh I know you've got this oh I know you experienced that as a child let me not bring that up yeah, and it's real. like ooh, what are we going to talk about <laughs> literally looking at each other in silence it's like don't want to trigger yeah. <laughs> everybody's triggered about something look nowadays. at the guy that was triggered by happy meal were, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even say the word did I say the word oh, I didn't anyone. say the word exactly happy meal <laughs> we can't speak you can't, can't speak even anymore. open your mouth yeah we literally cannot I do think we're quite sensitive as a generation. Like, Mm. sometimes I feel a little bit annoyed. I feel like we're fake. Like, a lot of the time we're not real anymore. We don't free the realness. Because everything is like, how do we 
say the politically correct, really considerate, <laughs> like mental health focused <laughs> respond and allow you to be you. Do you know what I mean? Like I want you to shine as you in the room. So I'm going to just say whatever I need to say, which is nothing. And yeah. it's now all a lie. <laughs> I've said nothing. Yeah. Because if I say anything that's real, it's going to get awkward. Oh. No, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And you know, especially, I think I particularly find it frustrating when it comes to advice. Mm. Um, I like real advice, mm. but I really like someone giving me the room, being like, "Girl, that's some bullshit." Like, maybe <laughs> you're not in the, not in those words. I'm yeah, you, of course. But because of the way that we communicate now and how considerate we are of absolutely everything, yeah, nothing's wrong anymore. Yeah. So the feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid, and yeah. everything you want, and even if you come and say to me, "Fola, I think I'm gonna bang my head against this pole ten <laughs> times," and I really just want to. It's valid It's understandable That's what you want to do Yeah And you own your body You're in control <laughs> You want to bang your head Nothing's wrong or right anymore It's just Anything goes Anything So goes. I hate when I'm having Those types of conversations Everything is like No like Do what feels right for you And there's no Underlying like uh, I don't know Moral Not moral compass Or Yeah I know what you mean Yeah direction Clear direction Of yeah. what is wrong And what is right Yeah and now we're not real with each other, each other anymore. And mental health is one of the things that falls into that category for me, yeah. 100%. We're going to sound like an old soul, but like even, I feel like we've even trivialized mental health in a way. Like there's there's actually actual people out there who are diagnosed with depression, actually mm-hmm. experience depression, actually yeah. take medication for depression, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have people on TikTok making funny videos. Not even, yeah, not yeah. necessarily trying to be funny, but like someone might cry on like, I don't know, a TikTok and be like, I'm so sad. Story time. Yeah. And it'll be like sixth day of depression. And it'll be a picture of them with a hoodie on like, oh, yeah. <laughs> seventh day of depression. And they show their messy rooms like eighth day. And I'm like, I, I get the concept is supposed to be like, yeah, you know, I get it. Sh- shedding a light and normalizing it. But now it feels like you've made a bit of a joke of it. Yeah. It, it, it's relatable. And it is quite funny and it's quite good to. I get trivialized in a way, I guess. Yeah, it's, um, it's a difficult one. It's difficult, it's isn't good it? It's bad. Yeah, because you want to normalize it without trivializing it. Yeah. And I think it it's such a fine line to cross from trivial to normal mm. <laughs> when it comes to making content about it and having certain conversations. And also just the way we speak about it. Like you said, people, a lot of people have been diagnosed taking medication, like, Obviously, there's the trivializing in the form of just saying you're depressed when you're actually just a bit sad. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, none of that stuff is helpful. So, yeah, I don't know where I lie on like what the right way to do it is because, yeah, like this person says, it's good that we're moving to this more progressive place. Oh, absolutely. But how do we do it in a way that doesn't mean we end up just being fake and not holding people accountable anymore to anything because <laughs> anything can I go. Yeah, like, I don't know what the answer is. It's very, yeah, I don't know. It's a confusing one for me. I don't have the answers either. Yeah. We ain't got the answers, We ain't got the answers, for real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do think in general, um, yeah, having bad mental health or mental health struggles, it's not mutually exclusive from being a prick. Like, you can actually still be an asshole. With bad mental health And there's a lot of work That needs to go into like Differentiating personality From mental health Yeah I agree Because yeah. I used to work with children Who were like um, High on the spectrum of autism mm-hmm. And I think 
some of the children was like, this is a behavioral issue. Yeah. Like I understand that of course, you know, autism probably affects it, but there is a behavior element here Mm -hmm. that needs to be addressed, you know, head on. Yes. Because this is bad and you've you formed this kind of behavior. Exactly. Rather than formed behavior. Yeah. And I guess, you know, sometimes us as people who are supporting people with mental health, it's like you do enable it a little bit. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you are being a dickhead, but it's like, oh, let's not mention that because it might make you even feel even worse. That's my point, the trigger. Which thing, sometimes yeah. it, it even does. Um, and maybe that's okay. Like temporarily, yeah. in the long run, it's actually going to make Take you, a risk. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you do, you end up tiptoeing around people. And then also, even as the person who's depressed or has anxiety or, you know, other types of mental health, it might be, I don't know. Feel uncomfortable too. It's it like your friends are not even being real with you anymore. It can't feel nice, exactly. And I, yeah, it can't. Yeah, you're feel not nice. baby. And I've experienced that, like times that you know, even yeah, times I'm going through something really rough or whatever. Mm. Talking to people, feeling like they're not really talking to me because they'll be like, oh, yeah, she alright? And I'm like, you fucking talk to me, Say it, man. And in, even if I'm like, how's your day? They're like, very good. Yeah. Just went for a restaurant, and you and in the other chaps, they're definitely saying, "Lol, look at it." Yeah. And I'm like, "Why can't I get some memes? <laughs> I want to laugh too." And that's what ends up happening. That's the with the person I was talking about in my family. Um, she actually complained about that. Mm. That she was saying that she feels like um we all interact with each other in a really carefree way. Like okay. I can push my sibling to the floor. Mm. I can I can kick them. We can laugh. I can cuss them. Yeah. And with her, it's like. Oh, so. Housework yeah. Like, yeah it's good and I'm like hmm. <laughs> And she was like You're not real with me And we're like I don't know what to do Because yeah. You've made yourself You have presented yourself to me As an unpredictable volcano mm. And I don't know What's going to set the volcano off And I don't like being burned I don't like lava yeah. I live in yeah. London There's no volcanoes here And I think it also It makes you very anxious as well Yeah like, You don't know what you're going to get Yeah um, even in public, it's quite difficult sometimes yeah. if somebody's going to re- react to you in a, in a weird way. Bruh. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And it's, it, it, it's triggering for me because mm. I'm also a human, right? Yeah. Who has feelings, mm. who reacts to things. And when you, you're not nice to me, I'm not just made of steel. I'm going to be like, yeah. anyway, love you still. <laughs> Hugs. I'm going to react. Yeah. And maybe not be very nice to you back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I think where we always land is like communication for one. Yeah, it does really help. It does a, goes a long way. And also open your mind to the possibility that you're actually just a prick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not your depression, you're just a prick. <laughs> it's possible. Mm. It's possible. They're not mutually exclusive. Like you can actually just Sorry, be you're a making prick. me laugh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what I hear you? I'm, but think, I'm like, thinking uh, people like Jax, like you're he's a prick. Yeah. He is actually a prick. He's even a, like, the accusations against him at the moment, like, he was bullying um, people in the villa. Apparently, he was making, doing um, impressions of, of Tasha and the way that she speaks. Oh, my God. That's horrible. He's a prick. Yeah. And yeah, he said, yeah. my ADHD does. Stop it. You're just a yeah. prick. We've all got an excuse for something. But this we is just it. Need to keep it pushing and like, yeah, like self-development. I think all the Gen Zs love that too. Why yeah, indulging man. a little bit of that? Literally, literally. <laughs> With accountability, wouldn't hurt. Yeah, man. I, I I really hope I'm not coming across like an absolute bitch. Yeah. Because I've but, had my struggles with mental health too. It's mm-hmm. not that I'm not speaking about this from the outside looking in. I've suffered with anxiety, severe anxiety for mm-hmm. a few on and off for years. Mm-hmm. Um, what should I say severe? I don't know. Anxiety 
probably since like 2017 mm. on and off. Back then it was really bad. At the moment, it's not bad. I, I, I won't say I suffer from anxiety anymore, but I can still have a random flare up. Like yeah. if something triggers me every now and then. And it's not fucking easy. But if someone came to me and said, follow, when you were really anxious, you you were a prick to mm. me. I I can't say that I was anxious. Like, yeah. I really must check myself. Yeah, yeah. And hold, take accountability for the impact that I have on yeah. other people. I think even when you are apologizing, there's a fantastic, um, oh, what is it called? Ah, uh, I showed you, showed you it once, follow on Netflix. What is it? It's like a um, short docs. On random topics. Explained? Explained. Yeah. yeah, there's a fantastic one about um apologies. Mm. And it was like a seven step like seven steps on how yeah. to like apologize. I can't remember the full seven, sorry guys. But one of them was even just acknowledging your feelings to start off with. Yeah. I can't stand when I'm like, oh follow, use rude to me. You're like, or oh, I have anxiety. Oh, sorry though. Mm-hmm. Just be like, oh my gosh, this, 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 I'm sorry for being this way. Didn't mean um, to. This is where I was coming from. Yeah. As you know, I do get very anxious sometimes. Yeah. Like the order of the apology is actually also very important as yeah, well. 100%. Because if you if you suddenly just make it all about you, I'm probably going to feel uncomfortable to even talk to you about it again, again. in the future. Because yeah. like, oh, you've made it all about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, we're all, everybody's got main character syndrome. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have an excuse for every single bad thing I've ever done to anybody in my life. Mm. I do. Because I know why I've done that bad thing because of... You're not just mean. You don't just wake up and say, fire! Yeah, when do no. we start fire? I want violence. Literally, I want violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that. But I yeah. do have my reasons sometimes for things that I've done. But you have to take accountability for that first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, there's definitely been times in my life where I've actually been a prick. Mm-hmm. I speak about it a lot, but I used to be a very flaky person. Mm. And it was always because of my mental... Well, seasonal depression I get. Mm. Um, and it was generally about that. But... It's not your fault. Mm. You know, maybe what I could do in advance. There was a guy that I was dating about a year or two ago. Around summertime, so I was like, oh, by the way, let's get into winter. Mm. And this is what I struggle with. And, yeah. you know, these are the things I might do. Yeah. Um, and let me know how you, you may react to that and what we can do about that. Yeah. And it was absolutely fine. Do you know what? I actually don't think I even really had the seasonal depression. Mm. Maybe sometimes I think a lot of my seasonal depression, I feel a lot of guilt and stuff around events. Mm-hmm. Generally, in my mood, I'm kind of up and down, but it's, I really struggle in like seeing people and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I struggle with the worst, the most. So it was important for me to, you know, communicate and make an effort and plan. Your birthday's in October. Mm. I'm never usually in full form around those times, mm. but I I know your birthday's coming, so I'll do the best I can to ensure that I'm in a, a decent headspace. And also, I'm aware of it. Yeah, like, you're I aware know. of it. So it just yeah. makes everything much easier. I'm yeah. very aware. And and do what do my bit. Like you'd be surprised just how understanding a lot of people are willing to be mm. if they know. If they know. Like if you don't know, you're not gonna be understanding. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to get caught in a cycle of like being frustrated with people for not understanding without having actually explained to them. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot. Like people yeah. like, you didn't deal with me properly when then this happened and you did that. And it's yeah. like, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> actually didn't know so tell oh, me oh men men are the kings of doing that yeah throwing stuff in your face and it's like who knew oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so interesting how like i'm so um certain concepts just fascinate me in general perspective is one of them mm. i'm like it's so interesting how to me this is crystal clear, clear. Yeah. it makes perfect sense and someone can come to me and be like no no <laughs> never seen it never heard of it and i'm like what <laughs> what it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. It's very important to accept, like, we have different 
perspectives. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. But I struggle with that, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, it depends on what it is for me. Yeah. I think with men, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because your perspective is stupid. Yeah, it's just so... Like, I can imagine, like, walking past, I don't know, like, a doll with a big toe and me be like, oh, that doll that doll has a big um, a big toe. And then we'll be like, what, well, I banged my toe when I was younger and I've actually got a phobia against... And I'm like, oh, okay. I had no clue. Now like, would I know? Yeah. Yeah, the phobia of big toes. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> Phobia of big toes. <laughs> it's like I had. If you would have just said it in advance, then or, maybe I wouldn't have mentioned. I would have mentioned it. Yeah. I mean, take let's take our hat off for that happy meal guy for telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big up happy no, we've meal. We've told you, but <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. I know. Fine. That's why yeah. I'm so confident discussing him out. But yeah, well done. You opened your mouth. Like it's very important. We need to do better at like um, as baffling someone else's. Pers- as baffling as baffling as someone else's perspective yeah. might be yeah accept it because I, I think sometimes i have done this in the past i don't know if i still do it but when someone tells me their perspective i'm like well, how can you think that like mm. how can that be the case mm. and i don't know if they're accusing me of something in particular i get frustrated yeah um and it takes a lot of work for me to get to the point of like fine i accept your perspective mm. and then i if i'm honest i'm kind of side-eyeing because i'm like liar <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe you. Do you know what I get a lot sometimes in relationships? Like, you just want things all of your way and you're judgmental. And I'm like, yeah, excuse I get me. That every time. I've worked with the community for years. Yes. Like, I don't judge people. I'll say that I'm pushy recently. Yeah. It's like, uh, I let people be them. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm one of the progressive people. Like, do exactly what works for you. <laughs> no, but for this conversation, like, it's, it is really important to be able to accept other people's perspectives. Like, yeah. if you're not, in the space that that person is in, it's never going to be crystal clear to you what they're going through. So yeah. whatever it is that they tell you, it's like, cool, I accept. <laughs> and this is what I can do to move forward accordingly. Because mm-hmm. I, I also think um, on the mental health front, I like, especially with me being a logical person, as I always say, sometimes I'm a little bit like, but why can't you just do this? Or like, okay, yeah. I'm trying to think of a, a good example. Um is it frustrating sometimes when people don't help themselves in just little ways? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's a fantastic yeah. one. Because I was, I feel like yeah. I was going through a period of doing that actually when I was having like housing issues and stuff. Yeah, like I would be like, oh, oh, I can't make it here because um, I don't know. I need to get. Oh, what am I trying to think? I need to pick up. I don't have my knickers on me. Mm. But it's like, but you could just like you work right next door to MS. You could just get, get the knickers. Like just little things or oh, I don't know. I, I yeah, for example, oh, I can't log into that account because I don't know my password. Yeah. But it's like just click forget passwords. Yeah, it's not that There's just little or things. The, even on the flip side of mm. like not doing things, mm. not doing little things. Mm. So I think sometimes people who struggle with their mental health, um, can have like destructive behaviors that yeah. kind of make them spiral even more than they would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. And from the outside, I get frustrated. I'm like, don't do that then. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that thing that you know is going to make you yeah. spiral. <laughs> Why are you doing it? Yeah, you get, but you have really dark thoughts. And I guess it depends on what space. Like, for example, yesterday, stepped on the scales, I weighed myself, and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I think I'm just going to get McDonald's and then start tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, don't fucking do it. But that made, that actually makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Do you know what I did instead? I just had two Oreos. That's better than McDonald's, mm, I guess. No dinner. Like, but With no dinner? Yeah, but it just, God. it, yeah, it actually makes no sense. But that destructive thought, and you know, I have this whole thing it's about like weight and stuff. It's so, it felt yeah. like self-harm to me. It's like, 
Yeah, one more, one more wound. It makes you feel, yeah, it's literally comparable to self-harming. And I think sometimes with destructive behaviors, it's usually about getting a a positive feeling out of it that in the long run is negative. So obviously the Oreo tastes nice. Yeah. In the short run, that's what feels good. And it might be like, trying to think of one, it might be like um, having a one night stand. Mm. That in the moment, Makes you feel validated and, and it's like a rush and mm. adrenaline, it's a hit. Mm. Um, makes you feel attractive, whatever else, but it inevitably also makes you spiral. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. If you're the sort of person. I remember not would. everybody wants to validate themselves in a positive way. Like, for example, if I feel fat and ugly and unattractive and stuff like that, I'm probably going to try and seek anything to validate that current feeling. Yes. So exactly. I'll eat more and it makes me feel groggy. Do you know what I mean? Or if yeah. I feel unattractive or if I feel really single and lowly, I might think, okay, let me go on my ex's page to see how fantastic he's doing in yeah. life. And that validates my, sometimes I go into emo mode. Mm. I'm an emo queen sometimes. Mm. Like I'm like, darkness, darkness, darkness. <laughs> like, don't even open those curtains. Yeah. I'm depressed. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, let's just, fo- let's just do the whole package like, thing. Let's, let's do it properly. Let's I'm going to do it. Let's do it let's right. Let's do it right. Yeah, like. that's true. Let me go to McDonald's and KFC. Yeah, let me, and I yeah. might even put the wrappers on the floor. Like, <laughs> And then wake up the next day and think, what a life. What, what, what a life I'm my, living. What <laughs> Sometimes you want it. It's easier to be depressed. It is easier. And it's like, fuck it. Let yeah. me just indulge and, and submit to it. It takes too much strength to have. Because I think sometimes with depression and stuff, you have small bursts of optimism and then they just go. Yeah. And they just like seep into the air and you're back to square one. So it's like, I might as well just swim in the madness of my yeah, depression. Yeah, yeah. Generally. It's sad. None of this is easy. Like, obviously, mm. it's so easy to have this kind of discussion and be like, just do this, just do that. Mm. It's never that simple. Never. Ever. Um, so I'd always think on the flip side, if you are having and building close relationships with someone who battles with their mental health, be ready to hold a few L's and a few blows and just have empathy because... There is no such thing as managing it perfectly, to be honest, because it's not a perfect situation. No, it's is it? not a perfect situation at all. And yeah. I re- also remember as well, like for a lot of people, there are external factors going on. So mm-hmm. I might have depression. You might have depression. You might have a fantastic job, a supportive family, and two dogs. Yeah, yeah. I might be having mad a crisis issue. I might just lost my job. Mm-hmm. It's different. Like so, people no have support system. Yeah, yeah, people have different support systems, and people deal with things very differently. Yeah, and people have different paths. So it's not like a yeah, like it's not one size fits all. Yeah, kind of thing, ever. Yeah, um, and just because you can you can relate to experiencing it exactly like circumstances might mean circumstances no completely different. I remember there was a time when I was really depressed, and people were like oh depression depression. I go to therapy so I can't afford therapy mm, I can't afford I can't yeah. afford those things and like yeah. when you you do have housing issues like this wasn't my experience but like if you have housing issues you might not even have access to internet yeah. to even like research these things you know you might be having a, a shit job that you have to go in and requires all of your time so yeah. all you want to do when you get home is sleep mm-hmm. you know you don't have the capacity to like go online and have a look for like what therapy is available in the area and god knows what and you know how the NHS is stretched yeah so it's very, it's this, so layered and complicated. It man. is very layered and complicated. So yeah, compassion is important. But yeah, don't be a prick. Don't be a prick. Don't be a headline. prick. Don't be a prick. And be willing to check yourself as far as, is it your personality or is it your mental <laughs> yeah. health? You're really pushing that narrative. I'm <laughs> very passionate You know your starts. I'm like, listen, right, I've never heard of depression making you a twat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds like a personality issue to me. <laughs> I get it. But yeah. <laughs> Check your personalities because I, I think and another common 
factor. Like, if you usually someone that's a prick who suffers from depression, they're they're often a prick when they're not depressed as well. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So it, it's not actually your depression that's making you a prick. It's just you. So anyway, I've said stop being a prick loads of times. <laughs> uh, hopefully you get it. Uh, yeah. yeah, have some compassion if you're on the receiving end of the brickhood, and also communicate. Just communicate yes. what you need from people on both sides. Like if you're the recipient or the I don't know the the sender, the sender, <laughs> the opposite, the sender <laughs> of brickhood or the recipient <laughs> of brickhood. Um, it's it's okay to communicate what it is that you need to to not be a prick and to not feel like someone's been a prick towards you. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for that toxic thought. That was a juicy one. I think that could even probably be a part two from maybe a could different keep perspective. Keep, we could definitely keep going. Yeah. Maybe we could get a prick one to talk. To <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you for the toxic thought. Keep them coming. Yes. Please. And also, can you... Sorry, this is my thing. Like, follows very much about the stats and stuff like that. But I like to look at the stars. So on our Spotify, <laughs> I like seeing the stars go up. So you can rate us five stars. Or, or don't rate us at all. Yeah, don't rate us at all. But please rate us five stars. Yeah. Yeah, I check it every morning to see if it's gone up. Do you? Yeah, oh, bless I, I've you. got another star. <laughs> I do check, but not all the time. I haven't even checked the stats. Have you not? Yeah, oh. so I'm excited for my next check because it should probably be quite juicy. We've got exciting news coming for you guys. Oh, yes, too. we do. I just, in general, sorry, I just want to say a big thank you to mm. all of our listeners. Like, this pod thing is, we, I don't know, it, it feels like it's just swept us up. Like, it all happens quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the journey that it's taken us on is so interesting. Um, and fulfilling and it's helping us to interact with with interesting people exciting things are happening um i hope we're we're making useful content uh and yeah i'm blown away sometimes about by how quickly we're growing um so i'm just really thankful to everyone who listens and supports yeah it means the world honestly yeah definitely and i think me and Follow are very keen on like creating content that actually helps people feel seen Absolutely. and that's relatable and actually makes sense. We don't want to chat shit, please. We don't want to chat shit. Sometimes we get worried. We're about, human, we so we shit. do still chat shit. Yeah. But for the most part, I hope you don't think we chat shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we're just keeping you company and making you laugh. Yeah, that's you enough. Know. That's enough. Yeah. But we do genuinely like, really appreciate you. Much we love you very much. Um, and yeah, keep reaching out to us. Keep reaching out. Keep sending your toxic thoughts. Yeah. They're, they're slowing down now. Yeah. Keep them coming. Come, come, come. We love you loads. See you next week. Bye. Bye. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. 
Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 